Hey guys, it's Kate here with Travel Pro Theory and a little behind on the podcasting because uh, I'm on maternity leave. The baby's officially here. Colin is with us and I'm hoping he's gonna be real cool while I record this super quick. This episode is actually a re-release. This is our budget episode and it just seemed extra timely to me because I've been talking with Heather and just, you know, where we are right now in travel and as interest starts to pick up again, um, it's becoming apparent that we're going to be retraining all of our clientele on expectations, particularly around budget, because for some reason, um, well, for many reasons, um, <laughs> post pandemic, it seems that the average client thinks one that there's deals probably because there was a million articles talking about travel deals. Um, at the beginning of this, most of you know, that's not truly the case. Uh, and two, just a general misunderstanding uh, from the average consumer about how travel pricing works, which is as we all know, supply and demand. Um, And after all these reschedules go through, um, there's just going to be less space. There's not going to be that price drop. I mean, in general, I can tell you for me in Northern Leisure, what I've seen is just like a holdover on pricing. So keeping the same pricing in 2020, from 2020 into 21, uh, and some even into 22, but most have not actually committed that far ahead. And you know, it's going to be competing for space once things are like really up and flowing. And um, so the budget episode seems extra fitting. This was actually our second episode we ever recorded. Uh, So this is a throwback to 2018. Um, We recorded this from Heather's house uh, when we like got together and just launched Travel Pro Theory. So I also, like, I didn't re-listen to the whole thing in full disclosure, but I was kind of clicking through, and uh, we sound so, like, fresh-faced and excited, and that's kind of nice as well. (laughs) So, enjoy, um, and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you uh, at Travel Pro Theory on Instagram, and talk soon. All right, enjoy. Hi, I'm Kate Thomas, owner of North and Leisure. I help travelers and travel pros plan custom itineraries to Ireland, Scotland, and Atlantic Canada. And I'm Heather Christopher, owner of Heather Christopher Travel Consulting. I help time-starved couples and families plan seamless vacations. This is the true story of two travel professionals with over 20 years of experience that agreed to start a podcast. Find out what happens when we air the behind the scenes. This is Travel Pro Theory. Kate here. And Heather. (laughs) And this is Travel Pro Theory. This episode is all about budget. And I'm just going to actually say up front that this is our first time recording remotely. So uh, hoping for the best. (laughs) Um, We wanted to do... It only took us 15 minutes to get to this point. So (laughs) here's to hoping it actually records well. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just like everything else in life, just do it and hope for the best. Um, So we wanted to talk about budget because it's just so crucial for travel pros and for travelers. And this is a conversation Heather and I have like nonstop behind the scenes, um, especially coming from me on the supplier side, because this is uh, just like an ongoing frustration, pain point, whatever you want to call it. Um, Here's how I look at it. I don't even take on trips without a budget anymore. Um, I will just say no to it flat out. And 
this is why, and this is why I think it's so important, because if you mess up uh, the budget really badly on the first try, like the first run of an itinerary, I just feel like you're toast, right? First run is so crucial because like that first itinerary, the closer it is to what they really want, the higher your odds of closing the sale, don't you think? Absolutely. And you're, it's all about setting expectations. So yes. and, and then managing those expectations. In, yeah, 100%. So 100%. go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just go this ahead. is so much harder when I can't like see your face. <laughs> we always talk over each other. Well, I always try to talk over you. I mean, that's, <laughs> I feel like oh, that's pretty no. normal, but I'm trying not yeah. to. Yeah. No, we're I'm going to be a good listener. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Now I feel the pressure to be a good listener. Don't do it. Don't be a good listener. Just talk over. <laughs> I feel like this is when someone gives you a gift at Christmas and you weren't expecting. It's like, just don't, okay? I can't handle that pressure. <laughs> I also feel super self-conscious about laughing in the microphone. Like, oh, like I'm afraid to yeah. laugh. You sound fine, but now I'm self-conscious of like, Oh, I don't really? want to be like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> like too laughy. <laughs> oh my God. That's okay. so much better. I don't even think about it because I like laugh out loud by myself on the regular. Like if I see something funny, I just let it, let it out. Um, okay. Sorry. We're already Anyways, on budget. a little, budget. little tangent. Okay. Budget. Okay. Budget, budget, budget. So if you can't is, laugh about budget though, it's not going to be fun at all. Oh so. my gosh. Right. You gotta, you gotta. Every travel pro here knows you've had that client that they came to you and they said they had no budget and that was in fact a lie (laughs) they definitely have a budget they always have a budget and here's the thing this is the example i use all the time i'm pretty sure i even have something similar to this on my website where it says make you send me a budget um if you send your $5,000 client a $30,000 trip like they are not gonna call you anymore like you you've lost all trust and then the 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 reverse totally true if you send your $30,000 a five like client uh, a $5,000 trip they're gonna be like uh I mean thanks but not exactly what we were expecting um so yeah it totally goes back to what Heather was just saying with managing expectations that's like and and also let's talk about time saving because why even why are you even going to like put yourself through the stress and the work of putting together an entire trip and having no idea if this is even within their budget right you know I it, well, it is. It's a waste of everybody's time. You're absolutely right, and I think, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I think every travel advisor probably listening realizes that budget is such a tipping point of on a trip yeah. at the end of the day. But also, in terms of going, I think we can look at break this down in two directions that all still relate. In terms of going to your supplier, like someone like Katie or whomever. And you're like, oh, hey, we've got this couple. They're in their mid-40s, and they want to spend 10 days. We're going to, you guys, we're going to use Ireland a lot as an example, just yeah, because it's that's easy our, for that's us. That's our go-to. Yeah. <laughs> since Katie knows Ireland so well and sells it so well, like, this is just going to be our default. So if you're offended by that, we're sorry. Actually, we're not. But Sorry. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going to use Ireland, because it's an easy one to, to wrap around. But... You're like, hey, Katie, 
mid 40s they want 10 days you know typical island or oh our favorite word nice they want it to be <laughs> nice. Oh my god! This is what I talked about. I I talked about this today on my stories. This was my travel tip today. I was like, don't use the word nice because it doesn't mean anything. It is a useless piece of information. And you're talking to a client, and they just give you like, oh, I don't know. I just want something that's nice. They have given you nothing, like a zero. <laughs> They've sum. actually given you. <laughs> Yeah, nothing is right. <laughs> yeah, nothing. And so we're, we're going to be giving you some action tips along the way. And I think like that's tip number one is get specific information. And by that, you just like, you're going to have to just open up a conversation and keep it going because they may not, most people don't want to come out and say their budget right up front. So it's something, and Heather's really good at this, like kind of reading between the lines, but then you got to get like info that's like, okay, service is really important to me. Or, you know, we don't really care about hotels. We just want a good location. Like, so those aren't numbers, but that does clue me in a little bit on a budget. And then you can sort of work from there a little bit. I will, um, and oh gosh, Katie, tell me if I'm lying. In your supplier cheats, cheat sheet, do you yes. have this question in there? Something about budget? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, I, so I say that you have, yeah, you totally have to get budget and actually a bonus. Okay. So let me tell everybody what this is. I created supplier cheat sheet for travel pros to know what information they should have ready to send to their supplier in order to get a really good itinerary on the first try. Right. So it has all the tips in there for you. Mm -hmm. Budget's definitely a big part of it. And then um, at the end of that, I even have some bonus like questions that you should ask or not should ask, but that you could ask your client to kind of just like open up that conversation and give you more info about them. And all of that stuff is going to tell you more about budget. I mean, someone who's wanting um, like something that's more experiential versus someone who says, well, we may just want like hop on hop off tickets. Okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a good one. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like separating there. And then what you do after that, because you still need a number guys. This does, this does not absolve you. Everybody, because everybody has a number. You just need everybody. to pinpoint it everyone does to do is then like kind of work backwards from that and say like okay so in your head you can kind of put together an outline and a good supplier will help you with this like if you were to uh email me this happens to me all the time people be like hey um you know like heather was saying earlier like they're in their 40s 10 days kind of typical southern ireland um real basic like you know car and hotels or dublin southern itinerary yeah Typical, or I feel like people say typical Ireland, typical, even though that doesn't yeah. really have a definition. But I, I know. you and it I would take that me. immediately. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you yeah. and I know what that means. We're like, okay, cool. Couple nights, Dublin, down through the south. We're going to probably do Killarney yeah. because it's Heather's favorite. Uh, we're going to yep. see some Cliffs of Moher, Ring and Carry. Shannon. Yep. And that's it. Or back to But Dublin. there's still got to yeah. be 
a price point to that. And so there's totally a price point. And I've even put together example like that example of that 5,000 versus 30,000. I can do that with that itinerary. You know what I mean? Like take that in an eight day trip. And the thing is, is they're both really good trips. And I don't take it personally, which one is which I like when I'm putting it together as a supplier, all I'm thinking about like to me, I it's I know it's really hard because everyone hates to talk about money and it's tough to ask these questions and to push your client to really like give you that information but on my side of it and I, I think this is how I I wish that more travel pros would approach it is it's just another okay. piece this is just a piece of a puzzle it's just like a sliver of information and then that's like a key piece of information but it's just information it's not personal so keep pushing them until you do get a number because like other said everyone has one because the minute you send them like a 10 grand trip and their real number was eight that then they're going to tell you so you want to get that but their distrust is up like then you've now built distrust so also it's accepting the fact you started the podcast sort of kind of towards the beginning you mentioned i don't take a trip without a budget I think this is also like us encouraging you to say no. If somebody is so price conscious, I just had this happen, gosh, what, two weeks ago, right? I even thought a potential client wouldn't even pay my fee based on their initial trip planning form. They did pay my fee. We've gone through the process. I ended up refunding 50% of the fee and telling them I was done because they were so price conscious and I... Well, I want the best price and best value for my clients. I know what my suppliers are worth. I know what my time is worth. So I'm not the Costco or the cheap Caribbean or whatever word you want to give it um, of the travel industry. And I've changed my wording to say that. I've tried to protect myself of that. People just, you know, don't care and don't listen. But then we find out the hard way. Yeah. And and here's the thing, too. Like, Heather, that's a great point because... Yeah, you're not the Costco. And guess what? You you can't be. <laughs> like, you can't compete on that sort of, like, just, like, straight-up bottom barrel pricing. And why would you? You know? I don't know. I don't... That's not yeah, the business. Yeah, there's no... People are very willing to, like, pay for my time and expertise and what they get on the ground. If there's not a value to them, that's fine. They're just not... It's just not a match. Well, and that goes back to like, yeah, so budget, it's not personal. It's just a key bit of information. So when you do that intake and you get a number that you know is just like not realistic for what you can take on knowing your suppliers, knowing uh, the connections you have, or it's just like frankly too low for your time, like it's, it's not personal. You can say no to it. There are options for those travelers. I'm firmly team travel. Like, I don't really care how people travel. I want people to travel. I think it's best Amen. done with a travel pro. But if they, yeah, if they want to book it on their own, like, more power to you. You know, I'm That's actually I'm cool something I that. say to, like, friends, you know, people who yeah. prejudge me that are, that really aren't my, you know, essentially my ideal client or the client that I'll work with. But if they're going, I'm happy. Like, get out there, you yeah. know, whatever way it is. So... Be- and those ahead, trips are right for some people. Yeah, like you're saying, like those, the the Costco trip, the, you know, whatever it is, the Groupon, that's, that, as much as I, it's not my jam, that's totally correct for some travelers. It's a right, it's, it's just a matchmaking game. Like that's the right match for them. Absolutely. And 
So the the kind of other part about this, as far as budget goes, is Katie gave, I think, a few examples of, of how to ask, or it's in her supplier cheat sheet, which if you haven't already um, signed up for our emails, please do so because that is one of our freebies is Katie's yeah. supplier cheat sheet. But the other yeah. things you can do or you know, what I ask clients in their initial intake form, the plan your trip form is what I call it on my website, um, is tell me about a hotel you love. Tell me about a place you love. Tell me about mm-hmm. a travel, me- your favorite travel memory. Tell me about your ideal Saturday. Um, hopefully, essentially to get out of those, I think I also ask what hotel amenities you want. That helps me gauge something. I do ask budget point blank too. But yeah. actually, yeah. I had a really good example just occur um, this week where somebody actually wrote, I have no idea. It's my first time traveling to Europe. I I know that it's not cheap, but I also don't want it to be luxurious. That means nothing to me because cheap to them could be Motel 8 when cheap to me is like Hampton Inn. So right. we're And we're right. already at a two different scale there. Like that's apples and oranges already. So yeah. when I spoke to her and she did happen to write in there too, she's like, we're used to, you know, we like staying in Marriott's. I would love to stay in the Ritz, but my husband won't allow that. But we could stay in Marriott's. Okay, that's a gauge. I now have a gauge of what they probably, you know, spend normally. So then it's a matter when I do the consult of educating her on Europe a little bit. Here's kind of average cost. Here's what hotel, you know, ratings are. Here's what you can expect. So then that way we also set scale and expectations. What you get for your dollar here is not what you're going to get here, you know? Yeah. And then it's, okay, I think a trip for four those dates, this is what you're thinking. I think you, you're going to spend, depending on what air is, easily $8,000. And then gauge the reaction. Yes. If she says, yeah. ooh, then I know, <laughs> okay. Then I need to tell you that I think we need to scale back dates or you're really going to do, if we're speaking about Ireland, well, then we're B&Bing it. Be and being it, I you know what yeah. I mean. We're yeah. we're saying in B and B's. That's not a verb. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, um, I think it can be. Yeah. You're, you're just we're gonna just gonna, gonna make it up. You're gonna be. I'm gonna make some it. calls. That's... They need to do a rebrand. Everybody, B and B. You know what? <laughs> they could take my marketing slogan and just pay me the royalties, and we'd be fine. <laughs> um, oh my god! But, I mean, that's that's like the perfect point, though. Like, you're right. Education is a key part of it. It's not just about like asking them over and over and over again. Like, you do need to have the knowledge of the destination that they want to go to enough. And if you don't, talk to a supplier or talk to a fellow travel pro. If you don't know reputable travel pros come to a workcation we will introduce you to a lot of really good ones and then you know get ideas because if someone messages me and they're like hey i mean like what's like the minimum i should expect to like you know high season ireland whatever then i can send them a number and they can use that as a starting point because you sometimes do need to be the one to throw out the price first to give them that expectation of like Absolutely. what that looks like. They don't know. They're calling and they asking you because they don't yeah. know. Now, I I want to preface that a little bit with and I'm sure as you know as travel professionals you've you've seen this people either message you on Facebook, Instagram or they're sending you a quick email. They're like they basically want to skip whatever um Ooh. intake yes. system you've brought right. in. 
where like for me it's on my website like I really force even if I get an email I'm forcing them back to that um just because that all flows into my travel joy and it just makes life easier for everybody but if they're trying to skip that and just get a number out of me I would say eight chances out of ten they're not who I'm going to work end up working with anyways so 100 percent Hundred percent. Right? I agree with you but on the that. Yeah. People who go through that process and still don't know, maybe know the number, or I mean, I I have one right now. I think my consult with them is next week. That they're saying we want to do like two or three countries in Europe for basically five or six thousand dollars. And then she put a note oh. he or she actually that was like, we're not sure if that's realistic. Well, I know that that's not realistic, <laughs> at least not yeah. on what I'm doing. But right. they're asking. They need. Right. They want need and respect already my knowledge and expertise and that's that's the end you guys like that's exactly how you know that they already want to work with you that they're going to accept whatever you say now they might come back and say you know what we really can't spend more than seven thousand cool then we're doing this we're scaling it for them so a i think hopefully everybody in sales has been taught not to you know sell it of their own pocket yes out of their own wallet whatever whatever the saying is yes that ha- oh my I can't even tell you like and I hate I hate to say it you have some good examples of that pros. <laughs> yeah. yeah it happens like spent there's actually this t- for me this exact same example goes two ways like don't spend out of your own pocket and also don't only pick places that you've he- you you've heard of um, perfect example of this like this is kind of like a little sidetrack um but it was the same actually we had a budget issue on this one as well um but yeah they, I, she gave me the rundown the agent gave me the rundown of the uh clients the trip everything i made a suggestion that i thought they would be into so i i basically gave her two options i was like here's what you've asked for here is a second option that i i honestly think they would really love based on what they were into. She wrote me back within five seconds. It was like, uh, no, we'll do this one because I've been here. It's like, ugh, seriously, you're killing me. Right, killing you me. didn't even ask. And, and didn't even ask, didn't even ask. Like, and that's when it's like, it's not about you. And it does happen to me all the time with budget where they're like, oh my gosh, that seems really high. And it's like, first of all, that's not up to you. Like, why don't you, let, let's let your client decide what's, what's high, what's low what's whatever i mean i work with hotels 200 a night up to over 2000 a night there's a wide range in there there's all different price points um and the hotels i work with i work with places that i like and would stay at personally so it's not a personal decision for me to choose one or the other it's like it's simply matching it to the client so nothing is more frustrating than if I work with a travel pro and I can tell right away like based on our conversation that they're like oh no uh, like that's too much and it's not based on their budget not based on the client right it's based on the the advisor budget and I'm like come on now don't do that so well you're doing a disservice it's a it's a huge disservice to your clients and you're not you know, it's one thing if you kind of, if some supplier sends you something like that and you're like, okay, well, I already sent the itinerary, sit on it. Doesn't mean you have to reply right away. You wait till the client yeah. comes back or maybe you even wait a day and you're like, well, I haven't heard from them or, you know, whatever your comfort level is. And then you're like, also, I had this thought. A, it says you're thinking of them. B, you've now, you know, maybe you've present the option you just don't know until 
I frequently say to clients, you don't know it's in t- until it's in front of you. Like on my consult calls, when they're asking me a lot of yes. questions or we're working through it, I'm like, and I don't know either. Do I have rough ideas in my head? Sure. But I never want to be caught like saying a number than being totally wrong. There's nothing worse to me than that. Um, and I I like don't say that to put fear into people. It's just a personal thing where I'm like, oh gosh, I hate. I mean, I, I do the same. Say the wrong number. I, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty good at ballparking Ireland. I still won't just like, I don't do that on a console Spit call. Spit out either. a number. Yeah, no, you don't. Because it's, it's like scary. I know they need a ballpark. Yeah. And I'm like, try, I, I think the problem is too, and I just am very upfront with clients about this, um, happened on my consult call before we did this. Uh, she asked for the number. I gave a number that I still, I feel confident in, but I said to her, I haven't priced for those exact dates for next year. And I have about 50,000 other numbers running in my head. I don't say that as a negative thing. It's just like, I've also priced Belize today. I've also priced Greece today. I've also looked at Asia this week. Like, yeah, see, I think think we have to be honest and upfront in that and that our brain is 100 places. And people are people are okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because like Absolutely. even for me, so this is like totally different for you because you, uh, you know, you're booking so many more destinations than I am. Whereas you know, people coming to me would expect that I would be able to ballpark a number, which I I can, um, but I normally don't because there's too many variables and I don't want to, I, I just want to look at like all of the information as a whole. And sometimes when we're on that call, like I know exactly what we're going to do. And sometimes I don't, Heather knows this. She knows my process. Sometimes I will spend like three days and I'll just be like, eh, it's not, it's not right yet. And I don't know what it is. And I, sometimes I just got to wait it out. And then I know, and then we'll know what the price is because I'm ultimately wanting to put together the best possible itinerary for you. And obviously, um, you know, being respectful of, of the budget. I'm not saying I just like put together stuff willy nilly, but there's so many, there's so many ways it could go that I don't want to limit myself by just throwing out a number as a throwaway. Right. And I, so I also do this when you're working with clients and you're like, I think that it's going to be roughly this, but you know, we don't know what we don't know until it's sitting in front of us. And then I try to put as much as possible in up front. I'd rather it be higher. I know we were talking about earlier, if you give somebody a $10,000 trip and they have an $8,000 budget, but we're talking about budget a little. And then when I send it over to them, I'd rather it be all in. And I say this to them on the phone and then reiterate it again when I send over the proposal. I'm going to put everything in as possible. We can take things out. It is much simpler on the budget to do that and you never know what you'll sell them on and you know i'm not i kind of hate the word upselling just because i know i mean i don't want to be upsold to but i know it happens for and no one wants to be sold to either but you're right though you have to start out higher because what it is is like and for everyone listening if you're newer to the industry this is like something that it comes with practice just practice Mm -hmm. that's really it it does it really is and you'll know because like Heather was saying, like I, I would rather like go big on the first round um, than to and then pull it back. So that's much easier. And you'll kind of know what kind of leeway you have. And you can also kind of guess it by the number. So if I'm working on an $8,000 trip and I know that at $8,500, it's going to be significantly better. That's what I'm presenting. 100%. Now, and you, if and you're, you're on a higher scale, 
Yeah, and you tell them, just be like, we can pull it down, but I, this is what I really think you're going to like. And people appreciate that, too, because they want to know that you're giving them what you really want, like, think they will enjoy. Like, it's genuine. That's why they're coming to you. They want That's what they want your, your insider and yeah. advice expertise. They want you, they want to feel like they've been heard. Yes, yes, so 100%. Sometimes it's also writing down now we're getting very specific on like writing a proposal back but katie you actually do this when you send stuff to me you'll be like i did this this and this you like bullet point things we could also do this we could and that's why i love i mean i was telling katie today i had a conversation with somebody yesterday (laughs) and i was like oh i use she was like who do you use um who's your supplier for island i'm like oh I use this company <laughs> called North and Leisure and trying to be very unbiased in speaking about it. I can't, but honestly, I can't be. And I've I felt that way for years. I talk about Katie the same way I did years ago. Um, hopefully somebody can yes, you know, she has say, been yes, like, that's true. Her. Heather's been referring me for like for however long we've known each other for four years now. <laughs> and it's because you listen and then you do a lot of the detail work that I no longer have to do, which is a huge savings grace in a hundred ways. Um, but you also give me those those thought processes so then I can just send that over to the client. Hey, we picked this because of this, but if you still want to save a little money, we could do this. I, it yes. rarely does and that happen that they like want to save that too. money. Yeah. And if you... Um, if. If you're working with a supplier who just sends you something, like this goes both ways. If you're working with a supplier who's sending you something and it comes out like over budget and it just has, they're not giving you any context. Honestly, I say this all the time, like get a new supplier because unless you know the destination well enough to be able to like look at that and be like, okay, well, this is what they're getting. This is why yourself, then you, your supplier should be a resource of information of good information for you to send right onto your client like our job on the supplier side is to help you sell that destination I tell everyone all the time like I don't care if you know anything about Ireland I don't need you to know anything about Ireland that's my job your job's to know the client and then we work together on that freaking men the client is not coming back to you as much because you know the destination it's because you proved you heard them you listened to them and you provided what they needed I just had clients come back from a trip. Um, They went to Hermitage Bay in Antigua, and they specifically said in their feedback form, we felt like you listened to us. You provided exactly what we needed. You knew what we needed. You offered us options, and you nailed it. And, like, obviously nothing is better to a travel advisor than those words. But totally. I, I actually felt, I was like, yeah, I did hear you. I did know what you need. And I feel really good about it overall. Um, obviously, that sometimes gets hard when the budget is like $3,000 and you're like, I know what you need, yeah, but you can't yeah, afford that's, it. That's rough. That's rough. I mean, <laughs> but you can still provide the service. You can still tell them you heard them. value. And like we were saying too, like those, giving those notes, especially on the first itinerary, like travel pros this goes to you like so if your supplier is not doing it like uh, look for other suppliers but you need to be doing this okay don't just send out an itinerary with like zero context oh my be gosh like, hey, did someone do this- that someone does I, that we need you to know chat. someone has to you know like, guys i mean i well, don't we know we need to chat yeah please like 
at travel holler at instagram like message us uh i will get on a call with you and we can talk about that yes i will send you examples like email email us and i will send you examples of the notes i send out so that you can see um yeah, you totally have to do that because, like Heather said, that's how they know that they were heard and that that's providing value. We are not just like quote machines. We are not, to go back to our earlier examples, we are not Costco. We are not Expedia. We are not just like churning out prices. We're building an experience and creating and, and providing value. And your value is in that insight. Like, that's, to me, that's what we're really getting paid for. Amen. And if you, like, guys, if if you think you need to be competing on price still, we we also need to talk because that market is done. That's not a niche you need to be doing. That's done. They can go. If all they want is to book, like, for best price, they, somebody's already providing that for them. And in a way 100%. that makes sense because the price point makes sense for, you know, it's a DIY service. Yeah. DIY, yeah. get that price. If all they want to come to you is basically for justification on what they've picked, charge for it. Be like, hey, I charge 50 bucks for that. You want my yeah. opinion on the five places yeah. you're considering? That's, I mean, I'm not saying do that's right for fee. everybody, yeah. but there, you yeah. know, if you're willing to do it and you can set the boundaries really tight, shoot yeah. what's what are you to say to be like hey here's my top three budget properties in cancun these are the totally. ones i love go get and it you you really like to go back to not being able to compete on price let me just like set the back end because i think a lot of also new travel pros which this will be like we'll be covering this i'm sure in other episodes along the way um don't really understand the back end of how suppliers work how dmcs work how otas work um obviously we're all making a cut we're making commission um it's it's a mix of what the rates that i have versus rates that like costco would have um are based on volume it's also based on relationships. So mm-hmm. I have better situations at hotels that I have long-standing 10-year relationships with, obviously, because that's how long we've been working together. That's you just become friends with people that way. Um, and, and cost, you know, if you're sending such like high, high volume and it's at the lowest margin for the hotel. So yes, that traveler doing that or doing the DIY um, and kind of or like group on whatever they are getting the like bottom barrel rate Um, the trade-off to that is they are at of the lowest priority to the hotel they are the first one to get walked if they're overbooked they are 100% getting the worst room in the place um, because they're a one-off booking Um, if a client comes to a travel pro who comes to a supplier I'm a repeat customer um, my relationship mm-hmm. is valued. Your relationship is valued. It's not like a you know client to a Groupon. Uh, they have no value. They're they're trading on the low cost, and so you can't come in as someone on our side of it and provide value and also provide the Groupon price. It just doesn't work. Like, you, no, it, it's and it's never. I mean, uh, for the foreseeable future, it's not going to work. But you mentioned something that I love to harp on to hotels when I get the opportunity is that I am the repeat client. Yes. I think I kind of kills me a bit when hotels don't see it that way. And, and the truth of the matter is there's a lot of hotels that don't view it that way. But yeah, the ones that do partner with us, 
do and understand it very well that that you as a travel pro are the repeat client because you're the one sending them people daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is. The client that comes may come once a year, but at the yes, that's a loyalty in the world of in the world of vacationers. That's loyalty. But at the end yeah. of the day, and we need to impress them, but like if you're not working with me or being willing to work with me and I'm sending you clients that often, it's yeah. a- asinine. Is that like totally inappropriate to say? No, that's right. I mean, it totally is. And that's why this is like a good argument too. Like, obviously I'm biased because I am a supplier. This is, a, but I think that exact is a good argument of why you should be partnering with really good suppliers because they have that relationship where I'm like emailing the same hotels day in, day out, over and over and over hey. again and mm. have been for years. So yeah, my clients aren't treated the same as like a walk-in and uh, that's just how it works and 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 also I mean like the flip side too like even if it let's take the relationship out of it like if there was no relationship whatever coming from a travel pro it's tend to tends to be people who are looking for more of an experience versus someone who's going the Groupon route um, and the hotel's going to prioritize that anyways because nine times out of ten there's they're gonna have a higher spend at the hotel they're the ones that are gonna be booking a nicer room or spend on f&b exactly uh, whereas the others aren't so you just got to kind of like think it out like remember that we're all in business and what makes the most sense for business um and then that's how hotels operate that's a valid point i think it's hard for travel i mean i know personally that sometimes it's hard for me to to think in terms of business instead of just the day in day out grind um but that's right, a, yeah. that's a really valid point so to to wrap this up actionable yes. items we have for them today to okay. get a budget out of your clients you are going to ask other questions other than budget especially if they don't give you one yeah ask other questions and and really drive to get specific statements so asking them what type of hotel stays they like if they're still being vague you'd be like okay do you like boutique hotels do you want more resorts uh like what's more important to you location or experience stuff like that to just kind of give you a vibe of what they're going for exactly yep and i think sorry go ahead oh sorry (laughs) i was gonna say i I think uh i think number two of action item has to be like but also ask for a budget make that a requirement make them type into your form i don't know (laughs) and don't be afraid if they refuse to like say something and then you get them on the phone and you're talking to them and they're like well we still don't know be like just be blunt make them laugh you know hey i know you got a budget like everybody's got a number. Am I going to scare you if I say $10,000 or am I going to scare you if I say $5,000? Yeah. And then, yeah, and that's then it. so like most people do not react poorly to me. I, I actually can't think of a time anybody's ever been like, oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> Nobody no, says I, that. Especially when I have them on the phone. No. Yeah. No, you're really, really good at that. And I actually, I like, if this hasn't become obvious by now to everyone, it will over time. Heather is the extroverted half of this duo, and I am the hermit <laughs> of this of this pair. Uh, so I'm, like, sweating it out on calls still, like, every single time. So if this is hard for you, I feel you. But you got to do it. Like, you just have to. It just gets um, easier. I've been doing this for a very long... I, like, I realize that, too. A, I'm extroverted. 
And yeah. but I still do get nervous. I don't think I don't get nervous. I, there are certain clients, actually, speaking of like not selling out of your own wallet, when I have that $25,000 plus client, I've said this to Katie, like I get a little flustered. I That's oh, not yeah, my own yeah, personal you get, you budget. You get more nervous about those. Yeah. I do get, it's like all of a sudden I'm afraid all the expectations, all their past travel. So it, it does happen to everybody. And you feel like, well, no crap. It happens at $25,000. I feel you. I That's those are not my normal clients either um just i feel like i love it's important for you to know i'm like great (laughs) i know you're gonna love everything because it's all gonna be good (laughs) i feel like it's because if they tell me twenty five thousand, i immediately everybody sends me something that's forty thousand. so i'm always like well you're right i mean what's what's forty thousand if you want to spend twenty five thousand? but i do i do feel like i i struggle still with the supplier end of that of like getting getting them right honed in on the right path yeah get the right budget from them like well yes we have a good budget not great budget right right um side note on this like as far as putting on your form if you're not using a plan your trip form that's a whole other topic uh you should put together an intake form oh my but gosh. ask for budget and then also ask for this is something i have on my form now this is for direct travelers this is on the advisor side so if a direct traveler finds me and fills out this form i have a drop down where they can only select one of two it's required they can't submit this form until they answer and it says um it's like choose one and it's like i care about like i care more about experience i just want a great trip and the other one's like i'm something like i'm focused on price i just want the best deal you know something along those lines where i make them that's genius yeah I make them flat out say it and no one says I just want a good deal because you know then they realize like okay like it kind of I think that just gives them like a mental shift right there like yeah no I'm here for an experience I'm not here for deals right that's or am I I, crazy no I love it I actually think that's great that's a free um we can also do it right (laughs) <laughs> we can also talk about sometime about the um we should bring jenna on sometime to do yeah a talk about how to automate in your workflow we could go into a lot of detail on that if, yes. so please let us know hello at travelprotheory.com or dm us on instagram if that's something you guys are interested in we'd love to discuss that further if that's if that's of interest um to know our workflow processes and how to automate and all that all that good stuff but um i had a third thing so one is ask more questions two is ask for a budget and three was don't take a trip that doesn't have a budget and actually number three really should be educate them don't be afraid to educate your clients a bit um if you have no idea what it costs go into a an escorted tour company's website uh colette here's some free advertising for them colette yeah globus yeah um intrepid insight any of them CIE. go look and see yep. what some yes yeah, cie celtic go look and see what some general pricing is and and if they're doing custom trip i would add oh gosh 10 to 15 percent maybe i'm only even on the low end there uh yeah i would say i mean at least 15 percent. i would say because um obviously traveling with a group is a different price than traveling independently but that is a good that's a good way to start and for for new advisors those are good resources for you like send me an itinerary that they're interested in and 
I'm never going to copy it because, I'll be honest, they usually are, like, too rushed and not that great. But uh, that is a starting point. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And then that price point is a starting point. So that can, like, open up the conversation. And then I can even, like, Where'd have more intel to give you a better outline for you. Um, That's right. Can you still hear me? Now you get, yeah, I don't know why you're getting out every once in a while. It's weird. Oh, uh, I can hear you. We're going to see. You get so you guys, passionate and then gamble. you go away. We're gonna, <laughs> this is going to be a gamble if this whole thing's recording or if we're just ta- if I'm talking to myself in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that. All right. Well, we hopeful, hopefully that was some helpful, actionable items for you. Of course, we want to yes. oh, talk. I do want to add, oh, wait, um, I want to add a number four. Okay, go. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I just thought of it. Well, I didn't really just think of it. We talked about it. Um, Number four is just don't be afraid to say no and walk away. If the budget doesn't match what you're doing, uh, thanks. 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 Keep on trucking. You don't there have will to be do it. bigger and better out there. I promise oh, so you that yeah. that has never failed me. That if I have yeah. said no to one thing, that something better hasn't come along has never failed yeah. me. It won't fail you. No. Yeah. And even even if you were like, oh, but I don't have enough clients. I need to take everything. You no, don't. no, no. You never you do. Don't. We we need to talk about that more in depth about that whole yeah. thought process of taking all the clients just because it's when you first start so that's a, definitely a topic we should discuss in depth um so that you don't do that to yourselves please otherwise we will put the uh four things in show notes so that you can reference yeah. them and then like we said if you haven't um signed up for our email please do because you actually get some really great freebies in there including the supplier cheat sheet which has some of these the questions you can ask on there along with um, terms and conditions privacy policy and our service fee or my service fee agreement um, are all in the freebies but we can't wait to chat again let us know what you want us to discuss yeah so just a message and go to if to sign up travelprotheory.com oh yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right have a good have a good rest of your day all right bye happy travels